Welcome to the chain. This is the BCC Club with Sarah Shower and Kendall Landreth, where each week we invite you to our private thread where we discuss the weirdest parts of the internet that no one should press reply all to. Mm-hmm. So this week we're talking about mommy bloggers. But before we get into that, we're going to do a, a checkup, like we're going to catch up with each other. So Kendall, how has your week been? Oh, it's just been a delight. Mm-hmm. I have all my New Year's resolutions set up and yeah. figured out, and I haven't done a single one of them. What yet. are they? I wanted to write, um, I wa- no, I wanted to listen to an episode of a movie or TV show that I like in Spanish every day. Okay. Because I heard that it is the same as four years of Spanish class, six months of listening to mm-hmm. a TV show in Spanish that you know well, is it's the equivalent. Oh, okay. And I was like, I have to do that. So you want to learn Spanish? I do want to learn Spanish. Okay. Because I, this year, I'm, I'm trying to push myself more. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to... See, I'm, I'm trying to imagine my most confident self and then start putting in the work to become that person. I feel that. And so, yeah, I did one on January 1st. My girlfriend and I watched Friends in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And that is all I've done so far. Okay. Towards that. Yeah. I what mean, about you? Do you have New Year's resolutions? Uh, to get sober. Um, I'm six days into no alcohol. Oh, congratulations. Well, I mean, I mean, six days into the new year. So, I mean, like, I mean, the first day was hard. But um, another one is to take two classes every month. That's great. I know. So I have a pottery class tomorrow, and then I have a sketch writing class starting next week. <gasps> wow. And then I have to audition for my acting class that I signed up for, and then I, I forgot that I signed up for an adult hip-hop class. <laughs> so, like, I already had two that I signed up for, yeah. but I forgot, and I was so gung-ho, so now I have four classes that I'm taking this month. Oh, my. You're going to be so educated. I know, and I love taking classes. Like, last year I did, like, neon bending, and I What's also... What's that? Where it's like you make, like, a neon sign. <gasps> I know. Wow. Yeah. That's very fun. I really want to take college classes, because I didn't go to college. Yeah. Because I had undiagnosed ADHD and mm-hmm. many undiagnosed learning disabilities, so... I took my SATs and they, a teacher pulled me aside and said, you, you cannot go to college. <laughs> These scores are the worst I've ever seen in my I, entire life. Yeah, I didn't finish my SATs. Yeah, well, I, I took the PSATs. Okay. And I get, they took those scores. <laughs> they took you aside. And they said, you don't, just don't waste your time <laughs> taking SATs. Because yeah. these are terrible <laughs> scores. Because I never made it to Algebra 2. Yeah. So by the time, so when I took the SATs, half of the SATs are Algebra 2. So I was just making up how to do math yeah so now I never went to college and now I I've decided that in maybe 20 years I would love to be an archaeologist uh-huh which is a big <laughs> a <feat>. leap <laughs> big yes. leap yeah. from what I do now and uh, my girlfriend's very supportive of it yeah because they're very they're very supportive but I think they're like you will not I think probably in their brain they're like there's absolutely no way you will be able to be an archaeologist. I no, I wouldn't sell yourself short. Do you like digging in the dirt I and like love to dig? And I love the one brush. task. Yeah. I love one task that I can do all day, and that's it. And I love dinosaurs and fossils. So now I'm like I might go take an archaeology class at UCLA. Which yeah, I don't know if they offer that. Because I don't know if you would study archaeology or if you'd study dinosaurs. I don't know what you'd, you'd go to study if you want to yeah. dig in the dirt and do all that. But I want to do it. I can imagine, like, in college classes, if it was, like, archaeology 1 to, like, 50 and that's all your credit, <laughs> like credits, <laughs> I think you have to, like, start off with, like, a science, like, something like geology or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm concerned about. Because mm-hmm. I think if I hear that news, if that's true, I'm just going to be like, never mind. <laughs> Not interested then. I feel that. I kind of want to finish my degree. I like got through What's your degree in? 
marketing and business analytics right. with a minor in social media. And so I like, um, I, as if you've ever listened to anything I've ever done, I had a mental breakdown my last semester of college, so I didn't show up to any of my finals. I technically walked, but grades were submitted the week after, so I got to walk, but I did not graduate. <laughs> they said that was just for fun. Yeah. And we oh, just let her do it. But it was so funny. During my uh, graduation ceremony, there was this kid sitting right next to me who like, okay, so if you've ever been to a graduation ceremony, mm-hmm. everyone is sitting down. Yeah. It's just graduates sitting down and their families, like a stadium full of people. The guy sitting next to me was so funny. He was a cigarette smoker and he, it was a long ceremony. So every time he wanted to smoke a cigarette, he would stand up in the the crowd of people sitting down and walk out of the building to go smoke. <laughs> and then he'd come back in. He did that literally like four times during our graduation. Now he owns a boat. Um, but like, Is that, that his whole job? <laughs> I don't know what he does on the boat. But it was so funny because it's like the only person continuously standing up and walking around. Will they make them too long? The ceremony. This is how they say people's name. Kendall, Sky, Landra. That's how they do it. Yeah. And it takes so long. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, I, I just feel like there's too many speakers, if anything. Yes. Yeah. It was very weird. I was not excited for my graduation. I feel like a lot of people like, got their hair done. Yeah. And their whole family was there. And I feel like I just did not care about my, gradu- my graduation. I like yeah. rolled out of bed and went. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had one of those situations where like I was wearing a really short robe. You know, where like, <laughs> excuse me, sorry. You know where you get the clearly wrong size? Yes. Where it, it looked like a bathrobe for a four-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> and you could only wear white and like yeah. they were like your wedges you could only wear white yeah we could only wear white and they that were like that is very weird that's I, like a wedding I know and they were like your wedges are tan and I was like I'm not I can't I don't have time to run to pennies and get me some white like slingbacks like I'm gonna wear these wedges you know yeah that's crazy mm-hmm. that is crazy but I would yeah I'd love to have an education and even just you talking you said finish my degree I'm like they're so cool I, the degree? I don't. Well, I mean, like, I, I don't really. I mean, I do use it, I guess. But, like, it's not really, like, that cool. I mean, if you have gotten this far and, like, you are successful, I feel like you don't really need a degree. If you pursued one, you could take your sweet time, honestly. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm going to because I can't leave for a – if you're an archaeologist, I think you have to leave um, home for, like, a year at a time to do a dig. Uh-huh. So I don't – have time to do that yes. <laughs> not that they're begging me to get out in in the fields working with it but i i don't have time yet mm-hmm. to, do that. <laughs> to become an archaeologist to become an archaeologist but i want to so bad mm-hmm. i really want to do you have any other resolutions yes i want to read one book uh-huh. which is embarrassing but that I have not read a book one since. One book all year? All year. Oh, okay. I, because I always try to start too big. And yeah. I'm like, just read one book. I haven't Did read you a start book. with The Hobbit? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Great. Weirdly enough, I've already read The Hobbit. Because really? it was required reading in my middle school. In your middle school, the longest book ever written was the yes. required reading? That's like saying the Bible is required reading. <laughs> it, honestly, wouldn't be surprising because my, my eighth grade English teacher made us read it. And he just put all of his his special interests for what the curriculum of the class was. So he loved The Hobbit, and he loved Middle Earth. He had a whole day where he taught us Elvish. Yes. <laughs> and there was another day where he had, like, a spam eating contest because he loved spam. Yes. <laughs> and then he was, like, very religious, so he'd have us watch these, like, religious documentaries. And he'd be like, well, I'm not showing you this because it's religious. I'm yeah. showing you this to teach you about verbs or yeah. whatever <laughs> yes. fully unrelated i'm like i guess we can make it about that jesus wept past tense you know <laughs> exactly. and he's like yeah he's like this is just a random movie i turned on <laughs> yes i'm not making you watch this because i'm trying to convert you and he had a he had a um 
an after school uh, group mm-hmm. that was for young people wanting to get into Christianity. Yeah. And he would say he wasn't forcing kids to do it, but also if you didn't go, he like wouldn't speak, speak to you during class. <laughs> he was terrible, but he wouldn't speak to you in Elvish. No, exactly. <laughs> and he would brag about, yeah, I can speak, I can speak fluent Elvish. I'm yeah. Like, what are you bragging about? <laughs> yes. You could speak to 40 people in the world. Crazy. Yes. He hasn't learned any other language because he was like, you yeah. Know, an asshole so he only and he only learned Elvis she was like that's the most important mm-hmm. um, but so I've read The Hobbit but I don't read any books I haven't read a book since yeah. high school and my mom would have because I had such a bad learning disability my mom would have to read me the books uh-huh. and explain them to me and um, do you so. think that was okay so we both have ADHD and like do you think it was the ADHD or like okay so dyslexia is like a sister disorder to ADHD in that like you consume different words and letters at a different rate than other people yes so like do you what do you think was preventing you from reading I think a lot of it was the ADHD yeah but I think so I took the ADHD test that's like a six to seven hour test yeah on zoom I fell asleep during it which is crazy because it was just me and this man alone on zoom and I fell asleep because it was so hard yeah because it's made to be impossible for someone who has ADHD and at the end of it, he diagnosed me with ADHD and also was like, I'm not qualified to give you a specific diagnosis, but you definitely have multiple learning disabilities that are very severe. And I think it's dyslexia. I was like, I, I don't really need to know, I guess, because I <laughs> read one book a year. When am I I'm ever no, going to go back to school? Yeah, I've never. And now I'm like, well, maybe I'll be an archaeologist. But, yeah. you know, I'm just trying to read one book a year. But I definitely think that the, the ADHD was a big part of it. Mm-hmm. But now I just struggle with reading because I haven't read in years and years and years. I get that. So speaking of struggling with reading, much like children, our topic for this week is mommy vloggers. Mommy vloggers. And we'd like to get into what they are, who they are, how they got started. Some of them are notable mommy vloggers. I am so honored that mommy vloggers is the first topic because I am obsessed with mommy vloggers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know anything about anything in the entire world. I, like I said, I can't read. I don't know anything about geography. You ask me where Brazil is, I have no idea. But mommy vloggers, I know every name of all of their children. I know where they live. I know their <laughs> family issues. I know what their medical yeah. issues are. I mean, a lot of things, very telling how disturbing it is that all this information is out there. But I know all of the information, so I feel very honored Yeah, to, you let this be the first topic. The way that you said that you know where they live, it kind of reminds me of, like, a shark tracker. Yeah. Where, like, you can look at, like, a map and you see, like, where Elizabeth is, you know, like, she's in the <laughs> North Atlantic. You see, like, um, like all these, like, mommy vloggers and they're, like, followed by their, like, little kids. Yes. So that's actually really interesting. So we're going to tell you guys about what mommy vloggers yes. are. We have our research assistant, Mia, who put this t- information together, so... I think I'm going to, do you mind if I start? Go ahead. All right. So mommy vloggers or bloggers is an overarching umbrella term for any mom that's online sharing her experience of motherhood and raising children. Mommy blogs. It's so we did also, there is an overlap with mommy vlogging and family vlogging. But they're very different. Yeah. Mia has clarified that they are very much different. So there's going to be a part due. So if you're like, where's my favorite family vlog channel on here? That's coming up at a later date. But mommy blogs have been viewed as presenting numerous ways of thinking about motherhood that reject stereotypical depictions of mother and mothers and women in the case that they document it. Um, 
My mom doesn't film <laughs> yeah. me at all times. Uh, some women bloggers are uninterested in being classified as mommy bloggers because they feel that men who occasionally write about family life and children are not automatically clustered into a group based on just that type of content. Well, as we all know, men and women are judged very separately. And, you know, with when a man takes care of his child, it's like he's babysitting. When a woman yes. takes care of her child, it's like, duh. Yes. You know? And they, I even see that a lot on couples channels, which mm -hmm. is a different thing. But I saw one the other day where a guy was, it was like 2 a.m. and he was filming himself cleaning up his girlfriend's vomit. Yeah. And all the comments were like, this man is incredible. A god. I wish my husband would clean up my vomit. <laughs> and why? I'm like, what why? is your husband doing with your vomit if he's not cleaning it up? <laughs> and it's just so sad. And I think it's the same way with with dads as well. There's yeah. just no bar. The bar is very low. Yeah. Wait. Did he have like wood chips or like that like orange what chemical that? that it neutralizes the vomit? I've thrown up in a lot of places. I'm very tight with a lot of janitors. <laughs> But I mean, like, so why did she throw was, up? Well, this is the sickest part, because you need to get a carpet cleaner at that point. Oh, she threw up on the carpet. Yes. He was just scrubbing it with a paper towel. And at the end of it, turned to this woman who's her, she has her head in her hands. She's, like, so sick. And he's like, I got this out really good. And she goes, you did such a good job. <laughs> you did and I was like, such a good job. And he's like, of course. Oh, I, I did a really, you can't even see the stain. <laughs> this man needs to go to jail. I really, but this poor woman. But he films it. It's also like. How did you think your wife just threw up in the middle of the night and you went and set up your camera? Yeah. Haven't gotten her a glass of water or Tylenol. <laughs> yes. And all the women are like so horny for this guy. Yeah. They love him so much. <laughs> um, but yes, women are definitely put into one group mm -hmm. together, which is interesting because the mommy vloggers, it's a very wide range of parenting techniques mm -hmm. that you see. Yeah, from like dragon, or is it, is it called dragon parenting? <laughs> what is that? What's that thing is where you're like, uh, you very much micromanage your oh, children? Yeah. I, oh, helicopter parenting. Helicopter. <laughs> dragon parenting, well, they both, as we they're like big to call and it. They fly, yes. and the military controls them. Exactly. Yeah. And they're not kind. <laughs> yes, and they have torpedoes. No, and then there's also like gentle parenting. Uh, but do you want to talk about the origin of mommy vloggers? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, it'll be really fun for people who... Uh, watch this podcast to watch me read. Yeah. <laughs> this will be a fun thing we can do together. I want you both, you not you both, there's two people watching this. I want you, <laughs> <laughs> you both in your seats. I want you all to know that we both have a hard time reading. Yes. And if you make fun of us, you're being ableist and weird. Yep. <laughs> Thank <laughs> okay, you. Yes. No. So we're going to attempt, have some grace, okay? <laughs> this could take an hour. If you need help, let me know. Thank you. All right. You might be a bad person to help me, <laughs> yes. but I'll ask for your help. Yes. You're like, I have no idea. We're doing the origins of mommy vloggers. It's like two people having a heart attack giving each other <laughs> CPR at the same time. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. I don't even remember. You said for me to read something. I'm like, the I don't origin, remember what you told me to read. The origin of, origin of, mommy, of yeah. mommy vloggers, a word that I don't know what it means. Yeah. Perfect origin of mommy vloggers. Moms sharing their experiences about parenthood, pregnancy, etc., Started posting on blogs, then moved over to YouTube and other social media platforms, I guess, before they were doing online blogs. Mm -hmm. Some of the first mommy blogs, like themommyblog.com and deuce.com, launched in 2002. Google launched AdSense in 2003, which enabled bloggers to start getting paid for their content. So that's very interesting because mm -hmm. I think a lot of these women before had no access to having a job, mm -hmm. didn't go to college probably, and just were living off their husband. 
That's what I would assume. <laughs> maybe they went to college. I don't know. I, think this, um, I mean, maybe some of them could have been stay-at-home moms. <laughs> like, I assume a lot of them started filming while I'm a stay-at-home mom, and they didn't have a job before, and now they're like, wait, now I'm making so much money. You paint with very broad brush yes. Any mommy vlogger, I want to be clear, I believe did not go to college, has no education, and... Um, Mm-hmm. Didn't have a job. Will someday no. be an archaeologist. <laughs> Will someday be an archaeologist because <laughs> yes. it's possible. Hello, everyone. It's Kendall, and I'm so excited today to share with you that today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. I love ZocDoc. We know it to be true. There are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. No matter your budget, you should always be getting good care when it comes to your health. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues, and it is so nice when a new one arises. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. Um, I don't know an orthopedic doctor, so it's great to go on ZocDoc and make sure that I'm finding one um, that has a bunch of really good reviews from people who have used them before. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In 2008, there was the first mommy blogger, $5 Dinners, who made over six figures a year. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's crazy. Mommy blogs started out of a desire for community. Let me start the sentence over. Mommy blogs started out of desire for community, for other moms, advice, etc. Moms have built brands based on their life and typically operate with a certain niche, food, fitness, crafting, fashion, interior design. Interesting. If If you were a mommy blogger, what do you think your niche would be? Just complaining yeah about your children hating having yes. children would be my niche i think and then, and i do think there's mommy vloggers like that but i like the idea of like you know each week you focus on a different child <laughs> complain and just roast <laughs> yeah. them yeah it's like look at sharon's art trash, trash. Again. <laughs> and then like 18 years she's like what the fuck mom instead of like a p.o box hall it's like my kids art haul from the week and she's just like this looks like garbage wait i love the idea of like instead of your fans sending you like fan letters it's like drop your address in the (laughs) comment section below and i'm gonna send each and every one of you a piece of my child's shit art i thought you were gonna say i'm gonna send you each week one of you i'm gonna send you my child (laughs) and you can you get to babysit yeah um yeah they sorry i'm i'm (laughs) I'm trying to read this is um, this whole podcast is going to be me learning how to read, which mm-hmm. is going to be a huge character arc for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that can, would be my style. What would yours be? Um, mine would very much be like, um, I don't want to say pranks on my kids because I fucking hate <laughs> like prank channels. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like A pranking channel recently. <laughs> I don't know if this is what? 
too bad to share. You can edit this out, but this is weird to share. But recently, a family got their kids taken away because they have a pranking channel. Oh, my God. I and think the, that's actually very privy to what we're talking <laughs> yes, about. It might be really, yeah. really important to share. Cut this out if this is irrelevant. <laughs> Mommy vloggers <laughs> can be trash. Can you believe that kid's taken away? Because the yeah. pranks were too bad. Yeah. So I would say, um, I guess like a pranking channel, if they pranked me. Like it would be like I would be the victim in <laughs> yeah. this situation. But, uh, sure. So mommy blogs have developed into a bigger, more complex, more profitable operation over the years, obviously, with yeah. like the rise of, you know, YouTube, like actually making money. And then whereas so-called mommy blogs were once little more than glorified electronic scrapbooks, uh, they have more recently. Yeah. You have some I'm just nodding. OK, yes. <laughs> they have more recently evolved into a cultural force to be reckoned with, embellished with professional graphics pithy taglines and labels like PR friendly. Yes, so that was one of the things that I was like more interested in. I went through, so our research assistant sent us like examples of mommy vloggers and a lot of the ads are mainly just the children in it. And I'm like, do you pay the kids for that? You know, if you appear in the ad? And I don't think they do. Yeah. Or I like, think some probably do. Yeah. But there's no reason they would have to. Mm-hmm. So they probably mostly don't. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's very interesting. And I think especially, I think brands want your children to be in the videos. Yeah. And so I've heard, this is a little rumor, this uh-huh. may not be true, but I've heard they pay more for Children? Having your kids be in the videos? Yeah. I heard that from someone. That might not be true. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that is, like, probably true, you yeah. know? Because it's, like, it, it encapsulates the brand and then, like, but, yeah. So it, it does say that um, blogs have been become a burgeoning industry generating incomes ranging from $25 a month um, to one blogger called Latte Mom uh, for a few elite few. So, and then a very elite few six figures, which is a lot. And then... Mommy blogging, for lack of a better term, has shifted from storytelling and advice to the development of a vast coalition of female entrepreneurs and influencers. Um, these content creators now host workshops, How to Get Pregnant 101. <laughs> it's just them having sex on stage, and you're like, all right, so bust. They you have know? so many babies. Yeah. And because every time you have a baby, you have the pregnancy announcement, the yeah. gender reveal. And mm-hmm. each of those gets like millions and millions of views. Yeah. So... They do just have babies mm-hmm. to make money. Yeah, what's that um, big, what's that channel, TLC, where they had like um, the 18 kids, 18 kids Eight, and counting? The Duggars? Yeah, the Duggars. Well, yeah. actually, they were part of a cult where they wanted to repopulate <laughs> the earth. But she would have made a killing when it came to mommy vlogging. And I guess she did. She, she did. With the TV I think she route. started it in a way. Yeah. I've never seen the Duggars, which is crazy because I am so enthralled mm-hmm. with with reality TV and mommy vloggers and it would be the perfect thing for me to watch but it almost feels too overwhelming to me. Yeah. There's too many children. I can't possibly learn that much about all of those children. Yeah, it's an entire offensive line that this woman has birthed. Yes, and there's Johnny K plus eight who's having a lot of drama right now because her son was like, that was terrible. Well, I mean, the Duggars also have controversy because one of their children is a sexual, sexual predator. predator. Yep. So we're going to move on. Um <laughs> You know, they host workshops, they run consulting platforms to Mm -hmm. help aspiring entrepreneurs earn cash and attend conferences to provide insight on the ever-changing market. The term mommy blogging is perhaps outdated now, um, you know, because it's more vlogging. And so advertisers realized how much spending power that women, specifically moms, had in the marketplace and mommy blogs grew as a result. I guess, like, I am using my college degree right now because we've very much learned about the power of women with spending. Yeah. It's like how most um, like Old Spice ads are targeted towards women because women shop for their husbands. Yes. 
you know? And even now on, I, I'm on Clean Talk, mm-hmm. which honestly, we could do a whole episode about because I'm obsessed with Clean Talk. Yeah. But each week, it's like a brand will send them a product, and that becomes the product that women then want to buy because they're trying to emulate, which I feel like it's similar with mommy bloggers, they're trying to emulate exactly mm-hmm. what their favorite clean talk woman does. Yeah. So they go and they buy this product and the next week she has a new product because a new company sent it to her. Yeah. People go and buy that product. Yeah. They ha- I think they want it to be, I think women are probably perfectionists in a, yeah. a lot of the time. I and think, so they want it to yeah. be exactly the same as the person that they love. No, it's true. I think my favorite part about clean talk is that they they overload chemicals and they basically like make na- like, like napalm in their bathtub. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like this person's cleaning chemicals should be banned in war. <laughs> But, like, everyone's using it to scrub the ring from their yes. bathtub. And they have, like, no f- real food. Yeah. Any of them. Like, they do these fridge restock videos. And it's, like, Slim Jims, Baby Bell Cheese, yes. Chobani Smoothie. And I'm like, what do you eat for dinner? Yes. What do you eat for dinner? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And they always have, like, strawberries cut up. But that's, like, the only actual food in the entire fridge. Yeah. And I think that's so funny. But I wish my fridge looked just like it. So advertisers realize how much spending power yeah. that women, yeah, they have. So uh, women who are moms continue to be a hot marketing target. Modern mothers control 85% of the household purchases and have a U.S. spending power of $2.4 trillion. That is so crazy mm-hmm. if you really think about it. $2.4 like, No, just 85% of household purchases are of from women. Yeah. Like what? That is so weird that mm-hmm. that is how it is. It would seem like... Men would want to buy something. They're probably getting their oil changed and painting the fence. That is so disturbing. I know. They the sp- thought of like not buying any of my own stuff. Yeah. Like just showing up in my shower and being like, oh, this is the conditioner I'm going to use this mm-hmm. week. Like, that is so weird. <laughs> I guess men just think that it appears. I think they do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel that with my girlfriend, though. And then I get really toxic where I'm like, have you ever noticed that the back of the toilet's always been dusted? Yeah. I did that. And they're yeah. like, oh, I never noticed that because it... Um, Mm-hmm. Why would I have noticed that? No, yeah, it's like living alone for the first time where, like, you leave dishes in the sink and then you come back downstairs and you're like, oh, there's still dishes here. It's like, I'm the only person who lives here. Yeah. Whatever shithead closed last night, it's just you. Yeah, <laughs> you have to just accept that it is. That's like, my girlfriend was always like, you never put toilet paper back on the, like, when you run out of toilet paper, you just leave the empty roll there. And I'm like, you are blaming me so much you're acting like I'm the only one who does this other people do this in this house it's not just me and then they left town for like two weeks and I didn't have I mean the toilet paper was out the entire time yeah I was like I gotta I kept having to like pantslessly run and grab (laughs) toilet paper and I was like I'm definitely the problem yes it's definitely just me let's see according to e-marketer Advertising on blogs will top. Wait, did you already read this part? I'm so sorry. No. Okay. According to eMarketers, advertising on blogs will top 746 million by 2012, more than twice the figure for 2007. So this is a bit dated. Okay. But that's still a lot of money. (laughs) That's so much. Mm. It has to be so much more now. Yeah. There are perks too. In just the last month alone, I guess this was back in 2012, Mm -hmm. popular mommy bloggers have been sent to the Olympics courtesy of. Um, Procter and Gamble. Damn, they made the moms compete. Wow. <laughs> You're the fucking mommy bloggers like doing like the 100 meter like, yeah. you know, against like Usain Bolt. It's like, that's not fair. But they're in like a massive, yeah. like eight person <laughs> yes. car. There's a mommy vlogger against Gabby Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like, on like vault or whatever? Yes. <laughs> but she's doing it with a selfie stick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yes. It's so funny too because 
advertising for things like the Olympics always make me laugh because I'm like, what are you advertising? Like, we're mm-hmm. going to watch the Olympics. Like, the Olympics are so big. Like, yeah. why do you need a mommy vlogger to come and make her followers be like, I'll watch the Olympics? That's Because actually- I know she's in the audience. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, I... I feel like everyone, I feel like maybe for um, the Super Bowl, that would make sense. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like not to be gender, but, like, I feel like mainly men watch it. <laughs> not to be gender. Yeah, but, I mean, like, if you knew that, like, yeah. a, your favorite mommy vloggers were in the crowd. That is so sad, the thought of, like, <laughs> all like all the husbands are on the couch screaming, and then the moms are just, like, desperately looking in the in the crowd trying yes. to find their favorite mommy vlogger. Yes. There she is. Oh, there she is. It's like an I spy book. <laughs> yeah. yes. It seems like a game that like men created. They were like, let's put mommy vloggers in the audience to yes. make our wives shut up. Yes. That's crazy. The- and they've been invited to the Oscars. I just had to say that because that is also wild. Because mm-hmm. that has absolutely nothing to do with mommy vlogging. <laughs> Um, so there have been shifts from authentic to aspirational and back uh, with different mommy blogs nowadays specializing in being one or the other. And then uh, mommy bloggers, bloggers arguably help to create influencer marketing, marketing, which I think is very true, you know, since they're the people they started writing stuff down on blogs and then they moved to vlogs. And it's just a advertising became a whole thing with them. Yes. 100 percent. But who are mommy bloggers? Can oh. you tell us? I can. They are, while mommy vloggers and family channels often face the same criticism, child abuse, child exploitation, they are different genres of content, which we already talked about. Mm -hmm. So mommy vloggers are the people who, they are the main character of the channel. They are who you know, who you love Mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, And they're talking most of the time, so they'll talk about what they made their kids for breakfast, what type of... A homemade medication they give them. Yes. What type of you make how your they own clean. Adderall? <laughs> they do. They do. Because I'll tell you, most mommy bloggers do not believe in attention deficit disorder. But the thing is, is you can make your own meth. So I probably yeah. you can probably can make your own Adderall. Probably it's just the same as making meth. Yeah. It's probably the same exact ingredients. Because there are no matches in the house. Because I found that with ADHD when I was, you know, young and cool and I was trying to try drugs. Every time I would try a drug, it would just make me feel calm and I'd like want to make a doctor's appointment and then yeah. I would look it up and they'd be like well doing cocaine is the same as Adderall and mm-hmm. I was like what yeah I gotta stop taking Adderall <laughs> um but so whereas a family channel you're seeing the kids more it's more of like let's go to Disney with my family yeah let's prank my children mm-hmm. let's talk to my children while I'm doing their hair in the morning mm-hmm. um you're seeing the children a lot more. Yeah, and the father. And it's more of a collective. It's more like this is our family. Mm-hmm. Like the merch is like the full family. Yeah, it's a unit. And usually it's called like 62 Bear Cubs instead of <laughs> yes. the name of the mom. Yes. is a difference. There's a stereotype that these channels are more chaotic and shocking due to popular family channels fitting the style, i.e. Ace Family, Daddy-O-5, Eight Passengers. Who's mm-hmm. a Kendall Andrews favorite, the Eight Passengers. Okay. So, yes, people are saying that mommy vloggers are less problematic than family channels, mm-hmm. which I think there's truth to because they're less showing their children crying in the middle of a parking lot and more talking about maybe how in that circumstance they would fix that problem yeah, yeah. and giving more advice. Mm-hmm. There is some overlap, though, in these two genres of content and similarities and criticism between the two types of content creation. Mommy vloggers typically use the following hashtags on social media, stay at home mom, Hashtag mom life, hashtag mom blogger, hashtag moms of TikTok. Mm-hmm. 
Right. So some mommy vloggers start out with parenting content and then, like Kendall said, branch into lifestyle, fashion, fitness, cooking content, like Amber Filler Up. That's her real last name. That is amazing. Fill filler up. Filler up. <laughs> Others are the opposite. They started a lifestyle as lifestyle influencers, like, you know, the Ace family where the dad originally started off doing his own thing and then they moved to like family content when yeah but i guess the lebrant fam would be the same because it used to be like cola brand yeah yeah yeah. and then it switched to just everybody Mm -hmm. um it started changing the lebrant fam Mm -hmm. so we do have to talk about the ethics of mommy vlogging I feel like this is going to make me feel bad for watching it. Really? What do you know? I guess I just, I shouldn't be watching it. I hate it so much and I hate the people so much most of the time, but mm-hmm. I am a huge viewer yeah. of the content. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and when does that end? I guess I have to figure out for myself. I just imagine that you like run a click farm <laughs> where you have like 80 cell phones like playing like eight passengers on it at once. That is how it is. And I'm on all the Reddit forums. But yeah. I don't comment. It's like I'm so ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't have like a Reddit account to comment. But yeah. I sometimes know the information before the, the moderators do of this Reddit page. And I'm <laughs> yes. like, I should be the moderator of this eight passengers Reddit page. But I, um, it's good that I'm not. Mm-hmm. There are bad ethics in mommy vlogging. Yeah. I think it's overall non-ethical. Yeah, so we're going to get into that, like, uh, Texan in Tokyo. It's a positive case study. Um, They left YouTube after getting pregnant because the couple didn't want to share their child's life without the child's consent. Um, You know, they started as a channel to show the couple's cross-cultural marriage and their experience of Japan. They left YouTube in 2016 when they found out they're pregnant, and they had planned to quit YouTube when they had kids. So, yeah, they acknowledged the difference between oversharing their own life and deciding to overshare someone else's life, especially when the child can't consent. And I feel like that's, like, what's going to start happening is that, like, the children of these mommy vloggers, because there's a lot. Like, I I feel like it's already actually started happening where someone was, like, my mom was a mommy blogger. And they put my most private moments of, like, puberty to, like, adolescence on the Internet as, like, some sort of, like, look at my daughter going through her period. And, like, she hid her underwear from me. And so now this person who's, like, an adult is, like, my friends can go back and search, like, my underwear that I hid in the trash can and that's like very invasive and I think about it like through the lens of like if my parents did that my parents are like not the best but if they like thought it was good to like vlog what was happening at the time oh yeah I would be very violated yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it's like not okay and I think it's great because like the original thing was to Um, show the couple's cross-cultural marriage and their experience of Japan, and, like, that is so great. But so much of parenting can be shared without having the children involved. Like, you don't need to show your child to explain how disciplining works or how it's hard having a kid with ADHD or how it's how to make my kid... Like, none of your kids have to be involved in that, whereas I think other things that people can consent to, Mm -hmm. it is necessary to show, I guess. Um, But I think it's very brave of Texan and Tokyo Mm -hmm. to do that because I do... I think it's a huge life change to go from vlogging and making however much they were making online. I don't know how many followers it said they have, Mm -hmm. but I mean, they could be making a million dollars a year and then just like say, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. And I think a lot of people don't have that want to stop making that much money. Mm -hmm. And so they just choose because I think it is um, 
I think in their brains they're probably like, well, my kids have such a nice life now because I make all this money. So to end that right when I'm about to have a baby is very scary to them. Yeah. But is ultimately positive. Yeah, that's good parenting. Yes. How ethical are good mommy blog channels? Mm -hmm. Even, But what does that even mean? Yeah. What is a good mommy blog channel? Mm-hmm. Even if there are good intentions, the child is still a prop that the parent is using to make money. And it's so crazy, too, as a content creator myself. Mm-hmm. I know how much I'm constantly trying to, like, how am I going to get more views? How am I going to make people want to watch this? And the thought of having to think through that lens while having my child be my content is so scary. Yeah. Because you're constantly trying to top your last video, mm-hmm. top your last thing that you did. Yeah. So that's very scary. The AC shut off, and I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Also, I do want to say that this is via Casey Onzo on YouTube. Love them. So thank you for this. If you're like, this is familiar content, this is you should go <laughs> check out Casey. But um, it they she did also compare it to child actors, you know, how parents have their kids go into entertainment before they're old enough. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, child actors are a great, like, jumping off point. Aren't there, like, ethics for um, child actors? You can't work, like, more than a oh, certain yeah. amount. Yeah. And I think I'm like, if I had a child, which I won't, but if I did... And mm-hmm. they, I would not let them be a child actor. Yeah. But that's not my decision to make for everyone's child. Yeah. So most of the time I'm like, I don't really care what you do in your home and how you raised your child or what you decide to do. But if there's no laws in place to protect children, at yeah. least if you're a child actor, you come out of it with some money. You mm-hmm. come out of it um, not having spent your entire childhood doing it because you have to have had Breaks. certain hours that you were allowed to do it and weren't allowed to do it. You. They're so tight on what school you get. They mm-hmm. make, make sure you're, like, getting the education they're supposed to be getting. They don't have that for mommy vloggers. Yeah. So it's not controlled in any way. So even though I don't really agree 100% with letting your kid be a child actor, mm-hmm. it's like you are a little safer and it is more ethical to have. So I'm like, yeah. I, I don't think that sharing your kids online is great, but I think the biggest problem is that there's nothing to protect them at all. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's like my feeling towards um, uh, homeschooling. I know that we talked about homeschooling before. Well, we were talking about homeschooling. Um, I think it's crazy that teachers need to go to like college to get a degree in something to be a teacher. Yeah. The idea that a parent can just pull you out of school and then teach you yeah. biology. Like if you you didn't go to college, like if you had a, <laughs> a child and you were like, I'm going to teach this kid biology. Yeah. Would that make sense? No. Yeah, so that's where I'm like, this is Can you imagine the way I've been reading while we've been recording this podcast, trying to <laughs> teach my kid to read? I think you would learn simultaneously with your child. <laughs> I would be you like, know? wow, that's really interesting. <laughs> three plus three is six. six. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and I that's have crazy. one, two, three, four, five, six children. <laughs> They're like, okay, yes. your kid went to bed three hours ago yeah. and you're still up doing this. Yes. You, go to to the, you go to the teacher the next day with questions. <laughs> hey, so I was looking over the homework that you gave Shelby. Um, this doesn't seem to match up. Can you walk me through yeah, this? Through yeah. But then, so YouTube as a platform can create a harmful working environment, like we said. YouTube rewards channels with long videos. Yeah, you, um, okay. So if you're a YouTuber, usually you're supposed to make a video that's at least 10 minutes long. And it's like, if people watch over 10 minutes, it shows that you can, you know, retain your audience. So like for mommy vlogging, they abide by that same rule where they try to like produce as many 10 minute videos. And so they're trying to force content out of their kids who are just trying to grow up and learn and exist. Well, and even... The length of some of these mommy vlogging videos is so scary Mm -hmm. because it is the length of a 
longer than a feature film. Yeah. It's so long. There's this one woman, the Doherty Dozen. Yeah. She's a mommy vlogger. She does show her kids. I guess they're kind of a family channel, but her YouTube content is much more just her. And she did a video. It was like four hours of her just silently wrapping Christmas presents yeah. for her children. And she does these hour-long videos of her making them lunch. It's not sped up. She's not trying to entertain. She's just doing her thing. And people watch all the way through. And the comments are like, thank God you posted this today. Yeah. I was like, when is she going to post? And I'm like, what is your life What like? is your agenda? And then I'll go look at their YouTube, and they have like four kids. And I'm yeah. like, imagine if you were like, mom, can I have help with my homework? And they were watching a woman yeah. rap Christmas presents for four hours. It's just so disturbing. I would actually like to suggest something to you, because that kind of, to me, makes sense. So since we both have ADHD, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with body doubling. Yes. Um, so if you're a mom and you're like, I feel like so body doubling is a type of content where you watch someone on YouTube do something and it helps you do it at the same time. And so like I feel like with most YouTube videos, you want it to be 10 minutes because you're trying to find like the fun, funky part of it. But with like ASMR and body doubling specifically, you try to make it long and not sped up so mm-hmm. people can get in the groove. Yeah. Wow. So could you look up like. Woman answers her emails. Yeah, you probably could. There are like live streams of people like studying and it'll be like an eight hour live stream. And it's just the fact that someone else is doing the same thing that you are. But like you can just play it and they don't speak. And it's just it helps you do your task. Wow. Yeah. What task would you do? Um, If I was I'd probably clean because like I seem to AC went back on my brain shut off. (laughs) Oh, my God. Start over. (laughs) Start the podcast over. No, wait. um, I'm probably cleaning because I like get I like create the same mess every day. And so I start with the same type of like cleaning routine every morning. So you should share your shoe hack. My shoe hack. I love your shoe hack. Oh, my God. I'm such a genius with a J. (laughs) But like, okay, so this is an ADHD shoe hack. ADHD cleaning hack. Put your fucking shoes on. And if you don't have inside shoes get inside shoes or if you don't want to put shoes and literally putting shoes on inside will make your brain think that you're in work mode and you will actually clean a lot easier if you don't like wearing shoes in the house put on a pair of jeans or put on a bra something tight that indicates to you that you are about to go outside and that will help you clean that's incredible Mm -hmm. i that's like what i do when i'm trying to read if i really have to read Mm -hmm. or when i go to read my one book of the year what I'm going to do is I read it in a British accent yeah. and I pretend I'm doing the audiobook for it. Yeah. So it becomes like work for me and it helps me read it. No, yeah, I get that. Like when I'm trying to create a character and I can't, like my brain is just going blank, I just start speaking in an accent or I put on a weird jacket because like as soon as you get in like the, like you dress up like what you're trying to become or speak like it, yeah. you're like, okay, now this, the brain is creating a new pathway. Yes. And so you can run down that and like find new ideas. So, yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. A little midway podcast advice mm-hmm. for everyone. But then the ethics of, you know, a good mommy vlog. It can be dangerous if it's the if the channel is the parent's main source of income because then the parent gets a little bit desperate. Yeah. And then if their child wants to quit, maybe the parent will, like, force their kid to, like, keep going. 
Um, you know, so even if mommy vloggers didn't air out child's embarrassing moments online, there would ebb, there would be like other avenues and ways the parents do the same thing, like something similar, like casual social media uh, users put their own child online without their child's consent. So like we said, there are cons, you know, the sense of community can be negative and toxic, like mom shaming, like I would never give my child that blankie because they could choke on it if they're rolled over in their sleep, you know, and it, it portrays like an idealized version of parents. And I feel like that also help it like happens with like relationship like um duos you know you yeah. see like this is like you know our, our nighttime routine and it's like the best version of the relationship yes when like there are so many more issues going on in the background 100 percent. Mm. and there's also exploiting children for content money and views like i was gonna say earlier like there was this uh mommy vlogger tiktoker where um okay she or her daughter is like a toddler and she puts her in like a uh, b bikini and so that yeah. is you know with most of our minds we're viewing it as like oh that's cute but if you'll notice there's like like a hundred thousand saves on the video yeah. and there's only like uh like eighty thousand likes and so it's like who is saving this yeah. video and for why and they're always eating like a corn dog or something that you're yeah. just like what was the it's very disturbing mm -hmm. but yes yes yeah and just, you know, off the top of the dome, here are some, you know, mommy vloggers to look into, like Ellen Fisher. Doesn't she, some of them, it's so professionally shot. Yeah. And I've heard of some mommy vloggers, they like bring in a crew. Where yes. it basically is becoming like the Kardashians. Yeah. Which I think is very intense for mm -hmm. a child if suddenly there's just like a crew in your house constantly. Yeah. Um, she does like vlogs about her family life and you know vegan health. There's also Jen I'm with 3.1 million subscribers. You know she started as a lifestyle influencer. Um, so not all of her videos are about like parenthood and like being a mother. Yes. Um, and I, then yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I just I watched a couple of her videos. Yes. I'm gonna say it. I, I liked her. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was fun, and it seemed like I guess I'm always just looking through the lens of like, would I be upset? if I was that baby in this video, and in 20 years, I was like, I wish this wasn't on the internet. And I feel like their content, at least a couple of videos I saw, so there might be videos that are not great, but it's just her and her husband kind of chatting, and the baby's not there. Mm -hmm. And then they'll go to eat, and the baby's like eating with them. Yeah. And I guess I don't find that to be too problematic, mm -hmm. because I'm, you're not giving me any, I don't even think, I didn't know the baby's name, I didn't know anything yeah. about the baby, other than that it was just sitting there, and it was cute. Can you see the baby's face? Yes, you can. Oh, I would turn the baby, like, uh, just to prove that you have one. <laughs> to I would, the wall. Yeah. They're eating, <laughs> and the baby face the wall. Face the yes. wall. <laughs> I think that's true, because I think it is, like, also, I'm more comfortable with being on the internet, mm -hmm. obviously. So maybe I wouldn't mind it as much, but some people don't want to be seen at all. Maybe that baby grows up, and they're like, I want to be off the grid, and I don't want to do this. Yeah. I don't want anyone to know who I am. So, yeah, they could have done, done that a little bit better. But the baby is definitely not... They were like, legally, we have to remove the baby from the video. The content would be pretty much the same. Yeah. Which I think is good. Mm -hmm. and Taylor R. Yeah, there's a couple more like Taylor R. And then on TikTok, you know, you have the Williamson fam. Um, they pretty much is just all focused on like motherhood and like being a mommy vlogger. Yeah. And we actually do have a mommy vlogger in the studio with us today. Um, and we'd like to uh, ask her a few questions on her experience, you know, who she is. She's been a mommy vlogger for... A long time. Mm -hmm. um, and so she's, yeah, I guess she's just going to share her experience. Yeah. So without further ado, we're going to interview this young woman and we will be right back.
Welcome back. We've kicked Kendall out of the studio. The car was left idling in the towaway zone, so she had to move it. And we've invited Kata Lee McJagger. Hello. Did I say your name correctly? That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Kata Lee, K-E-T-L-E-I-G-H. Mm. She has 3.1 million subscribers and how many children? I have five kids, one older daughter, and then um, four kids under two. <laughs> Oh my goodness, how did you manage that? Well, (laughs) the four kids under two are, um, I just had them back to back to back to back. Um, Were they all preemies? All preemies, (laughs) born at four months, and I just had them, had them, had them, had them. Um, So that is how I had four kids under two, and then I have a daughter who's older, Mm -hmm. um, Braylee. Yes. She is from my old marriage. Mm Mm-hmm. So you were previously married? I was previously married. It's actually funny. That's how I got started mommy vlogging, as they call it. Um, Because, so, my first YouTube video, (laughs) this makes me sound so crazy, but my Mm ex-husband, father of my first daughter, got a restraining order against me. Okay. And so I posted uh, a YouTube video kind of talking about how that was very annoying to me to send to the judge. Mm -hmm. That video, they said, was not helpful in court, so we did not use it, but it got 17 million views. Oh, my God. So, um, yeah, and I now I just do that full time, and I just share how to be a good mom and – I share how to make your own cleaners for mm-hmm. your carpet and how to make smoothies, and it's super fun. That is so much fun. Um, so besides Kaylee, is it your oldest? Kaylee. Kaylee. What are the four others' names? The four others, uh, well, there's Braxton, Saxton, and Paxson, <laughs> spelled like the clothing store, Paxson. Um and then there's um, Bray, Bray Taylor. Yes, um, I do. I actually saw a picture of them earlier. It's eerie how all like they all look alike. They're so cute. Yeah, huh? they're so cute, and they all yeah they look very similar. Um, partly because we dye we dye their hair all to look this be the same color. Yes, too, because um, that just looks better on Instagram. What color do you dye their hair? It's blonde. Yeah, if you can believe it, because I'm blonde and my husband's blonde, and so we just like wanted them to have blonde hair. So, so you bleach the the heads of newborns, newborn babies. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. find that stunts their development at all? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Only time will tell. Only time will tell that mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. How do you protect your child's anonymity if you do it all? Okay. So what is anonymity? anonymity? Um, so it's like, um, you know when someone witnesses a murder and they go into like hiding? Sure. And now they have a new name and disguise? Mm-hmm. How do you disguise your children if you do at all? No, we don't. You just show We're their not, face? We don't believe in that. Okay. We're not interested in that. They have so much fun with the videos. Mm-hmm. They're like getting me out of bed. My youngest is like... When can we film? When can we film? You're six month old. Yeah. It's pulling you pulls by me your right out of bed and, and asking says, when can we film? When can we film? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, I don't want to today. Yeah. And they're like pranking me. They're doing all this. I mean, they want it just as much as I do. So yeah. we definitely don't try to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so judging by 
the fact that you bleached their head, I would say if they can speak at six months, they're probably actually very far along. So if anything, you should be a case study. Exactly. Mm. I think more people should be doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I sound so bad when I'm like saying it. I sound, I mean, people probably think I'm crazy, but. No, no. Use like a, you know, 30 volume developer. I feel yes. like it's like slow enough that it doesn't sink into their skulls. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Have you um, ever collaborated with other mommy vloggers? Yes, I have. I have a couple Pinterest mom friends. Mm -hmm. So we collab more on TikTok and we do videos of like back to school baskets and Mm -hmm. things like that. But a lot of my friends I made through social media, we don't speak anymore. Okay. Really. Why is that? Well, I don't know if I really want to get into it, but a lot of them are, (laughs) I'm going to sound so bad. So people are going to like cancel me. What? They're vaccinated. Are you not? (laughs) We invited you to the studio today. (laughs) Well, I am vaccinated in my own way. Mm -hmm. I've actually, I made my own COVID vaccine. Mm -hmm. So um, I heard that you actually, a couple years ago, were sent to the uh, the Olympics. Yes, I was. Did you take your children with you? No. Oh. No, because they are just so young Mm -hmm. and um, the flying would just be too much for me. So I left them with the nanny, Mm -hmm. Um, but I did get to go and I got to see ice skating. That's so nice. Uh, Where was your husband in all this? Did he not watch the children? He can't watch the children. He doesn't understand. You know how husbands are. He doesn't know how to change a diaper or feed Mm -hmm. them or he doesn't even... (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, I don't even think he knows their names. <laughs> yeah, that's what dads do. <laughs> it's like such a dad thing. All the dads are like, that's why I just couldn't trust him yeah. to be at home with them alone. But um, he was there and he was helping out. And okay. He was learning from the nanny, which was fun. And mm-hmm. he sent so many fun pictures. And they got a bunch of fun content. People were just eating that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, so are you setting up payments for your children, like putting some money away when you film and like document them? Yes. I mean, every single year we go in on a like I mean it's pretty expensive to get annual passes to Disneyland of course and we just do that at like the beginning of the year Mm -hmm. and they're able to go to Disney all year long so we definitely set up payment stuff in advance like that Uh uh-huh what about college funds college funds yes yes yeah you set them up or yeah okay um so what is your take on the ethics of mommy vlogging? Do you agree? Well, I mean, you must agree to some extent. Sure. Do you ever blur your children's faces? Or do you ever feel like you're doing something wrong, like by exposing their private moments? No. I think the ethics of mommy vlogging is really important to talk about, mm-hmm. though. Because I think ethics in general are important to talk about. Of course. So, like, I don't, for example, like, like I... I think people need to be talking about, like, the things that are in their home. Yes. Like, instead of judging me, like, we should be talking about, like, what chemicals are in your home. Mm-hmm. We should be talking about the fact that, like, the cleaners you're using are affecting your kids' brains. Yeah. So that those are the ethics I'm interested in, for sure. Mm-hmm. Have you seen some sort of um, developmental issues with your oldest? Is that why you're so focused on cleaning chemicals? Yes. Okay. She... Yes. I feel like, so we started doing lavender on the pillowcases. This was a couple months ago. And I've seen a huge difference in her reading. Yeah. And some people could say, well, she's in the third grade. So Mm -hmm. maybe her reading is getting better because of that. But (laughs) if you were, if you knew her and you knew the difference of what it was like when I started doing like 
essential oils and things like that, you would realize that it really had a lot to do with that. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, so she's benefiting a lot from that. Okay, good. Um, so um, has this occupation made you closer with your children? Yes, it has. And I think that's a really nice way to phrase it because I do view my followers like my children. Oh, yes. I really do. And so I just feel like a mother figure to them that I'm able to constantly share what makes me so happy in life and what makes me a good mom. So I do feel like I'm closer to them because of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Um, and my actual children, no. Not, oh, <laughs> not closer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. I mean, you were you did carry them for six months each, so I yeah. assume you got as close as you could have. Yeah, as close as we could have. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are they all breastfed? Yes. Mm-hmm. Publicly, yes. Privately, no. <laughs> um. So you know, uh, privately, it's a formula house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. make your own formula? Yes, I do. From what? Whole milk. Okay. From the grocery store. Yeah. Do you crush up any vitamins and put them in there? Publicly, yes. <laughs> Privately, no. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I sound so bad. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Trust me. Um, can you give us an example of a piece of content you're thinking of creating in the future? Yes, I mm. can. So it's hard because, you know, we are, what we do on our channel is real, 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 real. It's just like real. Mm-hmm. It's not like planned. So to a certain degree, I can't like tell you what's going to happen. I'm not a mind reader. Mm-hmm. But I did sign my son up for a swim team. Yeah. I sound so bad. He does not know how to swim. <laughs> that could... <laughs> well, I mean, you so, know, some, you've got to start somewhere. Right. And so I'm hoping that that kind of turns into something. Like, mm-hmm. almost drowned at swim meet or something like that. Yeah. Um, because... And I know someone can say that's bad, but what that is... That situation has happened to people. So what I'm trying to do is, like, okay, now that I've been through it, here's how you could handle it if you'd been in that situation. It's bringing awareness to a child drowning. Mm. Which is a very serious, very serious issue. So It could turn also into a tutorial on child CPR. Exactly, and I'm hoping it will. So I need to get mm-hmm. I need to get CPR certified because <laughs> yes. I don't know how to do that. But um, yeah, that's like a plan of something I, I have in the future. That is really nice. Um, did you guys do anything for the holidays? Or do you have any videos coming out from the holidays? Yes, we have the... Mick Jagger Christmas special. Mm-hmm. So that's coming out soon. Um, three of my my youngest, I didn't get anything for Christmas because this year I'm giving them the gift of love. Yes. And the gift of Jesus. I don't want to get religious, but mm-hmm. I did give them that. Um, and that's something that I teach in my parenting 101 class that you can buy online. Mm-hmm. Um, a, just a great gift to give around the holidays, especially for younger kids who maybe are not like haven't quite learned respect yet yeah you know that's a huge thing i mean how much space can love up like take up underneath the christmas tree yeah so what did the two oldest get they got jeeps jeeps so you mean your oldest and your two-year-old got jeeps real jeeps Mm. um because that's just something that's gonna like get the views in you know people love cars people love to and i think it's so fun because they were so excited about it obviously they can't drive it yet but yeah they well, I mean, it. the youngest you can um, you can put a child in a jeep. You just have to put the you have to put the what's that fucking thing called a car seat. You have to put the car seat in backwards. Right. So with the I car seat, I always forget to, to do that. The car seat to the back of the steering wheel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's safe if, yeah. in case there's an airbag go off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that, and then we didn't. We well, we didn't get to do too much because we did all have COVID. Mm-hmm. So. 
that was a big bummer. Um, but I'm working on it. I just told you, so I have a COVID vaccine coming out. Yeah. You'll be able to buy it on my merch site. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's literally just lavender and green tea. Yes. And it like literally cured my family of COVID. Well, you heard it here first, guys. If you want to give yourself a lavender embolism, make sure to shop her merch when it comes out. And thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Where are your kids right now? I don't know. <laughs> I do not know, to be honest. (laughs) So that's going to be a fun freak out moment. I I don't have to film in the car. (laughs) But it's good good content. Well, guys, that's it for this week. My name is Sarah Schauer and Kendall Landreth is in the parking lot. Make sure to like, subscribe and get on the chain. We will have new episodes each week with a new guest each week. So make sure to turn on your post notifications, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening and good night. Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC.